Ember Igniter's podcast, the podcast that sets your soul ablaze. I'm Jenna Wilmers. And I'm Fran Malford. And we are your Ember Igniters. We're here to empower you to ignite and activate your passion to carry out your God-given life assignment. We've been sharing over the past couple episodes about that fire and building the fire of our lives. That burning desire that's deep down in in our bellies, mm-hmm. that that thing that drives us. Yeah. Remember the three elements of a fire are oxygen, or as we say, God, the breath of life. Mm-hmm. The second element is heat, or as we say, passion, the passion to carry out your God-given life assignment. And the third is fuel, or as we say, knowledge, which is godly wisdom that, uh, you know, the Lord gives us. Today, we want to focus on the heat element, which is the passion, the passion to carry out our God-given life assignment. Remember, though, if one of those three elements is missing, there is no fire. And this often happens to passionate people, and no pun intended, but it's typically referred to as burnout. (laughs) And you really have to work to reignite a fire. It's Mm -hmm. not as easy as it looks. Right. And as you build that fire, it can, uh, requires effort and time. Yeah. And and you really have to think. Yes. Requires your, your mind. Mm -hmm. Yeah. To reignite your fire of your life, though, it requires a shift of sorts. Mm-hmm. And some of you may have experienced it like we do. Uh, we both came to yep. a place in our life where we were reflecting of our lives and we both wanted something more. Yeah. We, we just, knew we were made for more. That's right. And so were you. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> right. And... We all are given a God-given life assignment, and it's based on our passions and talents. One of the greatest examples of this is Noah in the Bible. He was given an assignment by God to build the ark. Now, I don't know if it was his passion, because that was a pretty hefty project. But he did it. And it's our job to find, follow, and seek to finish our assignment before we die. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, in Ephesians 2.10, it tells us, For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ, born anew, mm-hmm. that we may do the good works which God has predestined. So he preplanned That's for us, right. just as we've been telling you, that we should walk in them and that he has prearranged and made ready for us to live. Isn't that amazing? I mean, I hope that you take the time to really uh, ponder what that yeah. verse says. Um, there's a lot to unpack in it. If you have a chance, go to your Bible and look up that passage and really meditate on the truth of those words. Because all of us, I think, want to hear, well done, well done, faithful one. Absolutely. And so um, that's a part of it. You have to reflect, as Jenna said. Yes. You have to take that, that moment and that time. Now, 
the truth is in our world today, and for many of us, um, life pushes us in certain directions. Just the way we're grown up, the varying things that are happening, and sometimes the way that, it, that we're being guided is not really towards our passion. I knew um, from uh, a time when I was younger already what I was passionate about, but unfortunately, <laughs> I let the world guide me. Isn't that so true for a lot of people, though? I think a lot of people, maybe even listening to our podcast, yeah. are in that boat. Yeah, I think so. You know, you, you don't even know it's, truly, you don't even know it's happening, but you're you're sort of riding the wave of culture mm -hmm. or, or whatever else. And so I had a dream uh, of being a teacher, specifically American history. Oh. Um, but uh, education, going to college, just wasn't the direction that I took. And later I learned, well, that was really sort of my choice. Um, but everything that has happened in my life, and this is really what I want you to hear, is um, if you have a dream or a passion and it seems lost to you, it's not gone forever. Because everything that is happening to you or that you have been able to accomplish prepares you for where you are today. Mm -hmm. And even listening to this podcast is a way for you to prepare for what God has for you. So I uh, love this particular quote. It comes from um, Richard Chang, and he talks about how passion, the, the in, passion comes from our heart. So his, his quote is this. He says, your life might be reflective of the desires of your heart. You are to live with exhilaration and without regret. Wow. Mm. Uh, can I say that my whole life has not been about exhilaration? And but there have been regrets. But let me say that again. Your life must be a reflection of your desires and of your heart. And he goes on to say, if if you are to live with exhilaration and without regret, you have to start with the heart. That's mm -hmm. where it begins. We must overcome the prejudices against our emotions and desires and recognize the power of those that they provide to us. Now, wow. I... That's deep. That's good. It's a lot to take in. Mm -hmm. But I, I so resonated with this because I spent the majority of my life um, living uh, from my emotions. Uh, thinking they were my truth. Mm. That's what I believed. That uh, what I felt was true. So I learned that emotions can lie. That was shocking to me. Because I everything that could be truth was what I had felt. Like, this is the truth. Now I know that they lied to me. And once I kind of allowed... Uh, myself to harness like what I thought uh, were emotions, I discovered uh, just sort of almost by accident that they were often my passions. And uh, which, you know, in a sense, I had not identified or communicated. So they were sort of inside of me, but hadn't really come out. And my heart had been trying to show me how to use the passions 
that actually were my emotions um, to uh, develop my life, my God-given life assignment. But I had denied them. Yeah. Wow. That's that's amazing. Just it's a wonderful like, experience, though, to come to, to be grips. free from that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Because I think a lot of people get trapped in yeah. that where they're just like, I'm, I'm going this way and I'm just going to stick to this path because it's all I know. It's exactly. Because it, it's, it's that familiar in the comfort zone. We're exactly. back to the comfort zone. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're anything like us, um, you know, I, in learning how to find my passion, experienced it as a mind shift while Fran actually had to come to an understanding of you know, as she said, of recognizing all of the decisions and the choices that she made in life had, you know, she had to take responsibility for that and not blame others. And I just want to kind of make that point right there too and pick up on that is not blaming others because I think all too often that's our scapegoat where, oh, if it doesn't go our way, that's the first thing we do. Well, it's, it's almost natural. You hear it, you know, when people like, uh, we've said this before, sometimes you might be thinking, well, I didn't get ahead mm-hmm. because all I ever heard in my life was you am- you will amount to nothing. I know. Yes. So, you know, those kinds of things, they, they play in our psyche. They are lies from the enemy, but we don't always recognize it. We and don't. It requires us being reflective. Sure. You know... And also in finding your passion as well, uh, we want you to understand too, it's it's not a destination. Uh, like our friend Liz uh, yeah. Forkin-Bohannon says, uh, passion is not a destination. It's not like you're going to go out and survey the land <laughs> and, you know, exactly. climb a mountain. And then you've reached it. <laughs> and yes, right. And you reach the top and it's like, oh, it, it's not like that. It's a trial and error, mm-hmm. you know, dig down deep and mm-hmm. lots of self-reflecting. Mm-hmm. And this kind of reminds me of a quote that uh, Henry David Thoreau Walden said, if one advances confidently in the direction of their dreams oh. and endeavors to live the life which he has imagined, there you go. he will be met with success unexpected in common hours. Wow. Isn't I mean, that just something that you want to latch on to and go, that's what I have to do. I just want to say, please, yes, bring it on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we talked about how uh, imagining or envisioning mm-hmm. uh, one of our R's that we've talked about, uh, your future. Um, so let's just stop for a second. You know, we've been talking about oxygen and now we're talking about passion um you have to create things sometimes it's the active participation Mm -hmm. that we have with god so ask yourself some questions like maybe you need to ask what do i want to accomplish um not by someone else's standard i mean there's really nothing honestly stopping us from doing what we want to do it's very true. But we just make choices either by peer pressure or whatever. So I want you to kind of, you know, think back when you were young, when where you would dream. I love children. 
you know, all you have to do is look at them. And um, we, we were playing this game, uh, which I used to do too as a child. It's so beautiful when the sky is blue and there's these big white billowy type of clouds and you'd lay on the grass and you'd look up and you'd say, I see a lion by looking at the clouds and envisioning varying things. I love it. was it. very, very fun. So you need to go back there and say, what were the things of my youth that excited me? What still excites me? Because when we're young, we're still learning. We're growing into who, who we're becoming. So here's the thing. So Jenna, if I were to say to you, um, if, if everything was possible for you, every, there were no obstacles whatsoever in your way, where would you see yourself? These are the questions. I want you to think about that. So then when a thought comes to your mind, write it down because we forget so easily. So just say, you know, I, I thought I might want to be a nurse. Well, then ask why. Mm -hmm. what, what motivated that? And start to listen to your heart. And I want to expand upon that too before we move on. Make sure you're listening to yourself, not others around That's you. That's a good point. Absolutely. They can help inform sometimes, but it has to be you. Yes, it has to be what you want because, again, as I said, you don't want to reach the burnout point. Mm -hmm. And if it's other people that are influencing you and you're allowing to influence you, yeah, you will get burnt out, unfortunately. That's right. That's right. So you might be wondering why... We're asking you to think about uh, your passion and, you know, all of this. But really, passion fuels your talent. Ooh, say that again, Jenna. Passion fuels your talent. That is so good. And I want to read an excerpt from uh, the John Maxwell Leadership Bible um, that talks about this in a section that talks about talent is never enough. Mm -hmm. which we'll hope to have more on that later. Yeah. But yeah. it says, Consider Elijah in 1 Kings 18. This prophet confronted 850 false prophets on top of Mount Carmel by himself. He was outnumbered greatly, but he was the one man with passion, and one man with passion can defeat an army. To that. Same thought, right? Yeah. <laughs> he was fed up with the apathy of his own people and wanted to prove to them that the Lord was true and deserved their commitment. Elijah's passion enabled him to confront the false prophets and call down fire from heaven. Could you imagine that? Wow. I mean, just one person and just one person's passion. You never know the impact that you're going to have. That's right. So after he called down fire from heaven and he directed the people back to God, the fire from heaven was a picture of the fire already burning inside of Elijah. Just like Fran and I tell you, that burning desire inside of you is the passion that fuels the fire of your life. 
And I love that earlier you said of your talents even. So, you know, every one of us possesses gifts. Mm-hmm. Um, some, some people are like really good at one thing. Uh, others aren't. Like, I can talk a mile a minute. You may have noticed. Um, <laughs> I'm not good at self-editing. I can write, but I'm not a good editor. And so then God brings people with varying gifts that when I'm passionate about something, I'm just going on and on. I can say, okay, okay, this is what I hear you say. Putting it into a very concise little nugget. So all of us share in that wonderful ability to have the fire in us ignite something. You also just made a good point, too, about we sometimes say iron sharpens iron. Yes. Uh, where we're helping each other. But you're also helping someone else build their fire that's and right. get better. Um, so if that's something that they struggle with and you help someone, you're kind of taking your your little spark or your mm-hmm. match stick mm-hmm. and, you know, giving it to someone else and kind of reminds me of, like, uh, the firepower guy in Super Mario where he's throwing all the fireballs around and yeah. stuff. Um, I didn't know what she was talking about, by the way, when she first told me that story. <laughs> I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I had to show her some pictures, and it was a really cool moment for us. But um, Fireballs, she called right. them. They were fireballs. <laughs> yeah, you got to share your fireballs and throw them around. <laughs> Which is, I just think it is an awesome concept of, you know, being able to throw out your passion to somebody who might need that blowing on that you know kind yeah, of fanning their flames fanning their flames yeah. absolutely yeah well in all of this with Elijah he was able to bring everyone to a point of decision that actually cured them of apathy mm. so as you can see just because of your passion you can help other people and you can change the trajectory of their lives that's powerful with just your passion yeah i mean that's super powerful. That's yeah. very, very, very powerful. I love that. You know, I think the picture of one man, Elijah, who stood there and they're, they're going on and on. And he had this incredible desire to do God's will. And God says, here's how it's going to happen. And of course, we love that story because it represents fire. Yes. But, but that's the same thing we're saying, that it's, it's passion. So it, if you kind of can't see or come up with anything that you think is your passion, because it takes a little bit of work, um, and depending on where you are in your life cycle, I really would just say to you, there are people in your life who know things about you that maybe you're not really keen on hearing, mm-hmm. um, but has a level of truth that will give you a glimpse into potentially what is your passion. Uh, I have uh, three sisters and three brothers, and I'm the second oldest. And so uh, during our journey, when we were thinking, I went to them and I said, so, you know, what is it that you see about me or, you know, my personality? Because, you know, we grew up and we fought together and we did all that hard work together. It was amazing to me that they pinpointed certain things that I knew, but then they also pinpointed some things that I thought, oh, wow, I never gave that a thought. And so that's one way that God can uh, help you start this fire. Um, 
that you already have burning inside of you uh, and make that decision for what it is that God's going to do for you. I want to interject here real quick, sure. if you don't mind. When you ask people, though, <clears throat> have an open mind and be ready to receive and hear whatever they say. Mm -hmm. uh, I was actually listening to a little clip this morning about how sometimes when people ask questions, um, they're actually really looking for a compliment. Oh, yeah. But really, because it's because they're not ready to receive what you were actually saying. And I thought that was really interesting. Like, yeah. I'd never noticed that, but I'll be looking for it now. Um, it's it, in, That's really cool. I love that, that you interjected that because I hadn't really thought of that in this conversation, but it's really true. You know, when we ask, sometimes we ask with an answer in mind, like mm -hmm. the way we hope that we'll hear something. And uh, we can be easily crushed or disappointed yes. if suddenly it comes out differently. But those are the moments when God maybe go, you know, like, you know how kids will, when you, when you're talking and they <laughs> want to talk, they, they constantly are like touching you go, mommy, mommy, mommy. No, they don't. You know, <laughs> Aww, you know? And, and, and you want to go, I'm, I'm busy, I'm busy. But God can be doing that little nudge to you as well. Here's the thing that I love. He, in his word, he tells us in Romans 12, 11, he says, uh, never lag. You know, in other words, don't don't ever stop to slow down or lag um, in zeal, meaning always have a passionate zeal. And zeal is just another word for your passion, mm -hmm. that, you know, thing that drives you. And in earnest endeavor, be a glow ah, and burning with the fire of uh, spirit and serving the Lord. So he, there he is. He's saying, you know, there's there's a, a beautiful effect when you do that. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes Jenna and I are looking at each other, and, and I can see that the Spirit is upon her. God is speaking to her. Her facial expressions change. She gets a glow about her. But you notice what it said. It said that you just have to continually endeavor, work at, making sure that your fire doesn't go out and that you're serving the Lord. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then I also, uh, you know, Jenna and I, when we first started this, I, I, it's so hard for me to even begin to explain to you some of that, but we really use this verse. It's why we're called Sparklight Ministry. Uh, we want to be your ember igniter. We want to be able to say we understand that there could be a latent fire in you that no one has ever encouraged you and so we go to God's word and this is what he told us in 2nd Timothy 1 verse 6 he said this is why I remind you to fan into flames in other words not the little fire but the bonfire yes. of your life into yes. big flames uh. the gracious gifts of God isn't that amazing he gives you these gifts and I think then that what we do is we agree with him is mm -hmm. what we're doing. Yes. We finally say, I'm ready. We do. And it reminds me of a passage in Matthew 6.21. It says, uh, for where your treasure is, there your heart, mm -hmm. your wishes, your mm -hmm. desires, the one in which your life centers will be also, which, you know, as Fran mentioned earlier, 
passion has to start with your heart. And so right there, that whole verse is in capturing that as well about your passion. That's, that's an amazing thing, I think, you know, that we can find answers to any of our problems and questions in work. We really can. And the other thing that you have to do is you have to let go of the past. Mm. You have to be in a building mode. We've, we've talked about that. That's right. Building your bonfire and create new habits along the way. And once you do that, then the Lord will lead you where he wants you to. And it's important to rest in him and continue to use both your heart and your head to make decisions. Yeah. Because that's going to shape your life and ultimately uh, forge the trajectory of your life. Mm -hmm. Um, The road that the God, excuse me, the road that God has you on is the road that he is preparing you each step of the way. That's right to carry out your God-given life assignment. Mm -hmm. And we are living proof of that where we can look back now and really say, wow, in the moment of this, I had no idea that the Lord was preparing me for this Mm -hmm. here today. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people miss that. Yeah, it's really true. I, I I love that, you know, you shared already with the group that um, it started with you in a mindset change, mm. a shift. Yeah, sometimes that's what it requires is we, we're so uh, like a recording and our brain keeps going in a big loop. This is who you are. This is all you can accomplish. This is, you know, uh, whatever. Oh, the um, soundtracks. So sometimes like, <laughs> you know, so Jenna is a, a young mother. And I am a grandmother, so I know what it was like also mm-hmm. being a mom. So if you're a mom at home thinking your life is just going to always be changing diapers or cleaning up after children and taking them to soccer games and so forth, for this season of your life, that may be the very thing that God is asking you to do because there are lessons to be learned in being a mom. Same with being a wife. Uh, everything in your life, God will use. And the question is, at what age do you really want to understand what he has for you? I'm so excited to be with Jenna. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I have said to her often, oh, if I had known then at your age what I was going to be doing today, it might look different. But at the same time, I know that everything in my life, God planned. Absolutely. And not wasted. All those all those lessons that the Lord has for us in preparing us for, you know, today, really they just they tie together. It's just so intricately. Yeah. And it just shows the power of the Lord and how he will work in your life if you let him. And He will show you the way. Sometimes you might not feel like he is. I mean, there were many times Mm -hmm. where when we were getting ready to do our podcast or even start, we were just kind of like, well, are we ready? Do do we know what we're talking about? Do we make sure that this happens or that happens? And finally, we just said, you know what? We're going to try it. And we tried it and we were met with 
things that we just, we didn't expect. And it was amazing. And we are just so thankful that the Lord is so faithful to us and such a loving and caring father. So we really begin to see, we began to see that what God had sort of dropped into our thinking um, was these aspects of what does it mean to fan a flame, right? Yes. So uh, you will hear us talk a great deal about a God-given life assignment, and that's very purposeful for us. You'll hear it often because we do believe that it is a God-given life assignment. Mm-hmm. Um, we could be born and say, this is it, and just go through life, and many people today walk like that, and they have no purpose in their life. And they're not necessarily unhappy, but they're not happy either. Well, that was us before we started, right? That's exactly mm-hmm. right. Really, truthfully, truth be and, told. And so, when, basically, I love the Nike theme, mm-hmm. just do it. That's kind of what the Lord had to prompt us. Just, just start somewhere. Mm-hmm. And finally, you know, we're still learning. Absolutely. We're, we're still listening to what it is that God would have us share with you. Uh, we hope it's encouraging to you. And we're going to continue on our next episode with the third section or the yeah. third element of what's required, and that's the fuel. And believe it or not, um, like we said in the beginning, if any one of these things, oxygen or even what we're talking about today, passion, and what we're going to be talking about in the future, if they're missing, your fire begins to, it may be there, but it begins to become more like embers that are sort of um, glowing but not fully engaging into the fire. And that's why we love to say we want to be your ember igniters. igniters. Absolutely. We want to flame that. So that's it for today, but I really want to ask you to please, if you're enjoying what we're sharing with you, to subscribe, then you'll get notifications. Um, You can also uh, do this by going to our um, channels on YouTube, uh, Facebook, and of course, our website, um, it's www.sparklightministry.com. So the last thing we want to leave you with, and this is what we say every time, and we believe it with all our heart. Yes. Now all you have to do is go out and set the world on fire. <laughs>